what's up what's up human beings listening to this particular podcast at this particular time i don't know what time you're listening probably um hopefully as soon as it drops welcome to the professional podcast i'm here with my mans my good friend raza how you doing brody i am doing very well on this this afternoon here on this particular time recording this particular podcast yeah, so Raza and I have we're teaming up. Obviously, Raza has been on. I'm walking here four times, which is tied for the most with Strike a Nation at four. At four. Um, but this show's not about sports. This show's really going to be about everything but sports. Um, we wanted to do something. Really, I wanted to do something that was not sports related to expand my range and see what I could do. And I, uh, I kind of dragged Raza along for the ride. So. Raza, I'm glad you're on this ship with me, bro. I'm glad to be on the ship. So, now that now that we've established this ain't about sports, no Raza curses about sports on on this particular show. Although, I must say he can curse life. That's definitely happened before, but we're going to hope that that's not Yeah, the case. well, now now we're going to have recorded evidence if it happens. So, <laughs> so the first thing we wanted to talk about uh, well, this show probably would have started earlier, but Raza, you were in Europe. Yes, I was. So why don't you tell us how long were you in Europe? Ten, yeah, about ten days from the seventeenth to the twenty-eighth. But like, we got there on the eighteenth. We left DC on the seventeenth. So. Right. So, being uh, being from DC, the capital of the U.S., going to going to Europe must have been um must have been pretty fun for you. Well, what makes you say that? Well, I mean, it's a new, ex- you know, it's a new experience. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I've been around the world before. I've lived outside the United States. I know, before. but uh, well, how how experienced were you with Europe before going to Europe? The only two European cities I'd ever been to were London and Istanbul, and I was going to three new cities, so. Kind of experienced, but also kind of not experienced. So, well, where, so where do you want to start with? Because I know you went to a bunch of countries. Well, I went to three cities. Spent about three days in each city. Uh, so I guess we can start where I actually flew to from home, which was Amsterdam in Ooh. the Netherlands, um, and that was really fun. Uh, arguably my favorite destination on the trip. Um, because there's a lot of different factors that play into that. Like one, I have to say the place was absolutely beautiful because I don't know how much you know about Amsterdam, but everything is like interconnected. It's like a city of canals, if you will. Everything is like interconnected via these canals and you can take boats on them and you see people chilling all the time. One time we saw these these people on a boat uh, just driving or not driving i guess sailing past us and they were wearing like st louis blues gear and they I, were yes I, don't ask me why they must have been tourists too obviously but i i yelled at them and i said yo stanley club champs and then they were like heck yeah and we started singing heck gloria yeah. together no that didn't happen no i swear to god you started like, singing yeah yeah and then they were like yeah gloria gloria so <laughs> that's i sick. swear to god this is an actual thing that happened so um uh, but yeah, the, uh, the canals and everything was super cool. The food there is awesome. Um, 
the people there are super duper nice, like the nicest of any place I've ever been to outside of home because they all speak like perfect English for whatever reason. Like, it's not like they're even taught English in school. They're taught like Dutch and German in school, but they speak perfect English. They're all super nice, super like willing to help and get you through this language and culture barrier. So that also made it such a great place to be because it was all, it was all just really be beautiful, very nice. And so they're, they're in like, they know English in Amsterdam, like really well. Yeah. yeah very well. That's actually kind of surprising because I know they speak Dutch, like normally right like that's our main language yeah and dutch is literally like gibberish like yeah it really does it really it. does look like gibberish so like so i know um i don't know if you want to talk about the uh because amsterdam obviously is kind of known for its loose laws on you know certain yeah. stuff yeah i mean i can't say that i didn't do anything but i can't say that like y y you know like if you know you you know, if you know, you know. So answer I mean, was it, 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 it is wild though, because like there's this place called the Red Light District, which is pretty infamous, which is just a bunch of like yeah. women standing in like doorways, but you just walk past all of them and they're just like, "Hey, you want you want a piece of me?" I guess they don't actually say that. But <laughs> that was an interesting place to be, even though I wasn't there. I just walked past it, but that was interesting. So that so that was your favorite place on the whole trip was was Amsterdam. Arguably, I I would I've been telling people more that my actual favorite place was the second location on the trip, which is we took a, tr a train two hours south to the city of Paris, France. Ooh, and that I I can probably say was my favorite location on the trip. Like Amsterdam was super fun because. Like, like I said, of all the things I mentioned previously, and like the weather was also great too. So I got to wear like hoodies every day, and I'm the hoodie god. So that that's was really facts. Nice. Hoodies um, are a one for sure. But Paris was Paris was really something else because I'm really a nut for like like things like history and architecture and like old art and stuff like that. And just Paris is the place to be if you like that sort of stuff because you have like hundreds and hundreds of years of history and stuff there and everything we did there was just every place we went which is absolutely mesmerizing like it was just awesome yeah i've heard paris like to somebody who's been who hasn't been there or like is going there for the first time rather is like it's just so beautiful yeah it is i mean they don't call it the city of love for nothing you can like that's feel true the love everywhere you go and maybe that's just because you see hella couples there on like honeymoons or trips or whatever which definitely did not make me feel lonely whatsoever <laughs> i'm sure it didn't i'm sure <laughs> you know i would never i would never you know feel lonely about not having what you know you know that's what not what polar bear yeah what even is a polar bear yeah, exactly stinks anyways I mean, <laughs> okay bro hey climate change not something that should be taken lightly speaking of which while we were in europe actually i should say towards the tail end of the trip while we were leaving they were going through like a record heat wave oh so that's got, oh boy it got up to a hundred degrees in paris by the time we left paris that's it was ugly. like insane and people were like protesting it's like we saw it on the news in the next city that we went to like people were protesting hella and stuff like that i would because, too like, the government does nothing to address like, climate change 
if it was a hundred degrees, I'd be. I start protesting too. I, I make a picket sign and I just, I just yell at God. I'm, I'm not fluent in Spanish, but I'm pretty sure that they said in France, it was the hottest days of summer ever recorded. That's bad. So, but uh, Paris was fantastic. So we went to places like the Louvre. Um, which is an amazing place for, for old art, obviously seeing like the Mona Lisa and like the Venus de Milo and stuff like that. Um, we went to um, the Arc de Triomphe, which is that big arch that you see everywhere with giant ass roundabout around it, where for some reason dudes feel the need to take their really fancy sports cars and rev past and everyone to definitely not be compensating for something. Um, <laughs> uh, we got to walk up and down the Avenue de Champs-Élysées which is this super fancy like place with a bunch of expensive shops and you know huge ass Louis Vuitton stores with you know guards in front to make sure that bums like me don't get inside. Right. Uh, there was a big Nike store which was playing flashing lights. By I remember. West. Yeah, I, I remember you. I remember you tweeted about that. Yeah. So that was that was good to know that you know Paris is on the wave. Um, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely sure. a lot of a lot of PSG stores which were selling yeah. uh, selling Neymar jerseys which doesn't make sense anymore but that's sports so we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> we got to avoid um, sports uh, and then of course can't go to Paris without seeing the Eiffel Tower which was absolutely majestic fun fact I actually broke my phone at the Eiffel Tower no you, yeah you told me about that wasn't it your but, sister yeah by me I mean my sister actually just like karate chopped it out of my hand for no reason whatsoever and you can imagine how hard the ground underneath the Eiffel Tower is very like, you dropped she dropped it off the Eiffel Tower no we were in line to get to go up and she just fucking knocked it out of my hands and it landed uh. face first on that bedrock level concrete that's awful and, yeah and then i had to go get a fix when i got back even though those guys didn't do a good job and then my screen is consistently glitching but again that's that's besides the problem. point that's besides but, the point. uh going up the eiffel tower at like sunset time was absolutely incredible getting a view of like virtually everything in the entire city um was just just incredible um we got to go on a boat tour of the seine which is like the big river that connects the whole city got to go past things that we would have otherwise gone to if they weren't you know partially burnt down like the cathedral of notre dame um yeah it was really sad right. to, really sad to see like what's going on there like it's just it's it's like awful you know like my dad was like oh you know i went there 20 something years ago and it was beautiful and now it's it's, it's like ha- it's, it's like just, half gone right well, not no. It's but a decent chunk of it is like, especially at the top. Is just yeah, I'm stuff. sure the roof is so. pretty damaged. Because yeah, so. when was that? That was like a couple months ago. It was like two, three months ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago at all. Yeah, that sucks for sure. Because um, that's just such a historic building. Yeah, and speaking of historic buildings, we also went to the uh, Palace of Versailles, which is about Ooh. a thirty-minute drive outside the city, and that's an awesome place. Like my favorite thing to learn about in history was the French Revolution. Interesting. So, yeah, that's a story for another time. Um, so seeing, like, you know, the hub, of, like, where all this stuff kind of went down was um, was definitely pretty cool, it, with the exception of the fact that we had to wait 90 minutes in 90-degree heat in <laughs> a big line to just get inside for whatever ungodly reason. 
But I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch of tourists visiting. Yeah, a lot of tourists. Um, yeah. So that 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 bit was unfortunate, but the rest of it was really great. And they have these like huge. It's such a vast area behind the palace itself with like these gardens and stuff like that. So we took like a golf cart and we were just like skirting around these gardens, and it was it was super <laughs> cool. So. Like like I said, as a history guy and like an art architecture type of guy, all of the spots we hit were just like amazing, just like absolutely incredible. So Paris, probably my favorite city. So then you went to Spain, right? Yes, After we went to we went to Barcelona Ooh. on a on a like a ninety minute ish flight to Barcelona. Um, so so those which, are the three. You went to Amsterdam, France, and Spain. Yes. Okay. Barcelona was probably my least favorite spot on the trip. Um, Damn. All right. I get it. You hate Messi. It's cool. I mean, I do. I'm just <laughs> um, even though he was in Argentina when I was there. Yeah, um, he was preparing to collapse in another final, but that's besides the point. Yes, besides the point. Um, I did get to meet up with some of my family that does not live in the United States when I was there, so that was really fun. But other than that, I mean, like, there wasn't a lot that was really great over there. Like, it felt the most like the United States. Like, Spain? Like, a, like, yeah, it felt like the most like a U.S. big city, which to me was a little bit of a turnoff. Um, but uh, other than that, like, there were some good things. Like, we got to see what the culture of Spain is like like we got to go to this like flamenco show with people singing and dancing and that was that was honestly pretty cool um best place we went was this church slash cathedral called the sagrada familia which is this huge huge ass um cathedral in the city which is actually it's been under construction for the last 200 years and to this day, it is still under construction. And they said it's supposed to be finished in the year 2026. But mm. some people have been saying that, like, when they went a few years ago, they said it would be done by 2024. So they just keep pushing it back. But it's still, still, the grandeur of it is insane. And especially on the inside, it's absolutely beautiful. Because, like, you know how in touch with, like, you know, Catholicism people are over there. Yeah. Um, so they, the, the absolute you know majesticness if that's a word and just grandeur of this of this place was absolutely awesome so that that was probably uh the coolest place i went and but i also went to camp new which was also really cool and i got like an all-access tour of that place um got to see all the champions league trophies um got to see got to go on the field level got to sit in the press box and all three levels of the stands so that was overall a pretty cool experience as well. Um, and then I came home, and I couldn't have been any happier because at the tail end of my trip, I wanted to come home so badly that I was pissed <laughs> off for like 30, like 48 straight hours, just like pissed off. I just wanted to go everything. home. I just wanted to, I wanted my T-Mobile to work, you know? Like, <laughs> that's also true. So that's actually interesting because I didn't think Barcelona would be, or anywhere in Spain would be like a U.S. city. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it was like a U.S. city. But it was, it was the most, most like, like mostly, the okay. that I went. Yeah, and, like, I don't know, you know, the other cities, are, they're, like, compact. They, you know, you can, like, walk everywhere. Everything is so close to everything. But in Spain, 
it like at least in Barcelona, it was like open. You know, there was like skyscrapers and piers and big buildings and stuff like that. I was like, I don't know. You know, most people love the city, but and but I, I don't know. I just couldn't vibe with it. I also forgot to mention when we were in Spain, we took this, we took a sixty-minute train ride to this the bottom, the foot of this mountain, then took the most ratchet scary ass cable car i've ever been in my entire life two and a half thousand feet in the air to the top of this mountain where this oh, church shit. was that you can see from any point in the city like literally any point in the city you can see it from um and that was cool and all but i was really freaking scary going like i was there was this one pole in the middle of the cable car and i was holding on to it for dear life like <laughs> hugging the shit, shit out of it like praying like please don't die please don't die please don't die please don't die um and all the other like 20 people in that cable car were just looking at me like americans am i right <laughs> uh, and then God damn. on the six on the 60 minute trade ride back to the city from the mountain we encountered these philly sports fans from, oh at, in from, spain yes from atlanta oh what from atlanta yeah like originally from pennsylvania Oh, okay. So I was just chatting shit with them for 60 straight minutes. And they were like, oh, but we got Bryce Harper. And I was like, okay. Uh, so See we're, getting, we're getting too dangerously into sports. Um, that That's is great. Just, just, just know that anytime I encounter an American, I would try and either talk to them, shit with them, or appreciate them. Depends on where you're from. So, like, if you're in Philadelphia, I'm not going to give you any. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, speaking of Europe, um, you know, Spider-Man Far From Home. How about that for a segue? We want to talk about. <laughs> That's a great segue. We wanted to talk about that. Well, I haven't seen it yet personally. Um, you have. I hear it's twice. good. Ever? Oh, okay, Raza. I saw it twice. Do you want to? Twenty hours of its release. Do you want to tell people how many times you've watched Infinity War? Because it's gross. Infinity War, probably upwards. If I had to put a range on it, it'd be between forty-five and sixty. Times. You have, and that's a, that's like what two and a half hours. Yeah. So if we can calculate that. Oh so my god. At the minimum, forty-five times one hundred fifty would be six thousand seven hundred fifty minutes, which would be about one hundred twelve hours. Which of just out. 4.68 So you've spent life. like over half a week watching Infinity War. Across the last year and a half. I mean, that, I've only seen it like one time. You gotta pump those numbers up then, my guy. I should watch it again. But yeah, so I, I've heard social media and pretty much everyone say, yes, Far From Home's great. Yeah, it's fantastic. I haven't seen it yet, but I hear it, yeah, I hear it's good. So, Bro, not to spoil anything, but like... But I'm gonna spoil it. <laughs> Mufasa dies and Far From Home. Oh, sorry, wrong, wrong Disney movie coming out this summer. <laughs> yeah, not to spoil the Lion King live action, but Mufasa might die. Per per, per sources. Per sources. <laughs> I know uh, a guy that Noah got knows a guy who is close to James Earl Jones's cousin. Who's close to... What is James Earl... Is James Earl Jones even in that live-action remake? Yeah, he's voicing Mufasa again. Oh, he is? I would. I don't know why they wouldn't just take his lines from the first Lion King and put it into this one. 
but that's not that also that, that, that yeah that is weird maybe they just wanted to like sound better i don't know because it's going to be the same thing right yeah i mean i can only imagine how different it's going to be i mean it's it's just going to be the lion king but cgi and with beyonce and beyonce of course wait what's her i forget her role what is she playing she plays the adult version of nala oh okay so um even though did you did you see that clip on twitter like yesterday or the other day of like her voice as nala and it sounded absolutely awful no i didn't but i doubt that it's gonna sound awful once it hits theaters um i don't know how do you feel about these disney remakes because they've made a bunch like i i liked the beauty and the beast one actually i don't think i've seen the beauty and the maybe beast one. maybe that's because emma watson was in there and you know Emma Watson, Emma Watson yeah. for two hours. But I also like grew up on Beauty and the Beast. Um, maybe in a bad way. Like, what do you mean in a what do you mean in a bad way? Well, okay. I'm the youngest of three. I have two older sisters, and whenever we used to play like pretend princess games, would they make me Prince Charming? No. Would they make me the monster that's after the princess? No. I would always be the princess. <laughs> you were always the princess. Yes, so when when we used to like do Beauty and the Beast stuff, I would be Belle. You'd be Belle? One of, my, one of my sisters would be the Beast for whatever reason, and the other one would always be Gaston. That's that. Hey, man. Hey, listen. I don't know. That didn't have to come up, you know? No, but I'm telling you. This is what always happens. Um, so... I liked Beauty and the Beast. I'm trying to think of which other ones they've made. They made Dumbo, which Dumbo. I Dumbo. I never saw Dumbo either. Did um, they make Did they make an Alice in the Wonderland one? Well, that was a long time ago. Oh yeah, that was and a while ago, wasn't it? And that one was good. They made the Jungle Book, which I also never saw. I don't think I've seen any of them, actually. Now that I think about it. Um, I'm definitely gonna go see the Lion King. I probably will see the Lion King. I really like uh, the Lion King because I have to. Um, I'm gonna keep it a buck and a half with you. The Mulan trailer that came out yesterday looked awful. Yeah, I I don't know about Mulan because like th- there's no there's no like I I forget what the dude's name is in Mulan, but like the lead dude of the army, he's not even gonna be in the movie, and neither is Mushu. So like it's just gonna be a movie you know, about like Mulan fighting as a girl for like I don't know female empowerment I guess but that, that doesn't make any sense it's like they're remaking the movie like, I, a different story. All right, I don't really hate that concept or whatever, but like if it's gonna be a live action remake, like that's not what happened in the first Mulan. Dude, come on. would you make a Shrek remake without Donkey? Because <laughs> that's exactly maybe. What no, you wouldn't have done the character in the movies. So oh, I don't know about that. Come on, why, really? So why, would be, why would you be getting rid of Mushu? Personally, the best character. Personally, my my favorite Shrek character is the giant gingerbread man that they used to break into the castle. He has a name. It's Mongo. Oh, his name's Mongo. I forgot his yeah. name, but yeah, that's probably rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Mongo. He, he walked so we could run. <laughs> He really, he, I mean, that technically did happen. Yeah, he did walk. He did and walk, then, and then Shrek I, ran to stop Prince Charming from kissing Fiona. He really. I think, I think we have too much of an in-depth knowledge about Shrek. Too. We really do. Is that Shrek Two? That is Shrek Two. Yeah. How many? There's three, right? 
There's four. There's Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek the third, and Shrek forever. At, no, it's like the final chapter or something. The final, remember? I think, is Shrek 3 the one where the Frog King dies? Yes. That's it's the only... Shrek, Shrek 4 is called Shrek Forever After, which makes sense. Shrek I, yeah, I don't really remember... I don't remember much of 2 or 3. I've never seen 4. I remember two, 1, though. 2 is the one I've probably seen the most. Well, I know, I remember in 2, it's like, he doesn't want to be an ogre anymore. Kind of, is that the plot? I don't remember the plot. No, it's that they, like... Jesus, Shrek 2. You've seen it. You just said yes, you... I have. Yeah, he, 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 he... They go from the swamp to far, far away. Yeah, I remember that. And he's, like, constantly arguing with Fiona's dad because they don't approve of, like, you know, an ogre being the king or whatever. The prince. Yeah, and then the fairy godmother proposes this plan where, like, you know, somehow, some way, Shrek is going to turn into a human, and then Prince Charming is going to impersonate the human version of Shrek to get with Fiona so Prince Charming can be the king. But then Shrek stops oh, it while, while a cover of Bonnie Tyler's holding out for a hero, saying by the fairy godmother, is playing in the background. That, that's the part I remember the most, bro, because that shit slapped. Yes, that's a phenomenal scene. And then Shrek the third is when the king dies. Shrek has to become king. He says he doesn't want to become king, so he has to go find Fiona's cousin named Arthur, who's at college or sorry, or high school, one or the other. And then that's about all I remember. Oh, and they have kids. Ogre babies. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember they have kids. God, Shrek. Oh my God. Speaking Shrek of four, Shrek. Four no, don't. Into the, no, it's like into the Shrek verse. Into the Shrekverse? Yeah, he, like, goes into this alternate dimension where, like, Fiona's, like, this warrior princess and Puss in Boots is her house cat who's, like, all fat. <laughs> it's hard to describe. Into the Shrekverse. Speaking of, um, I know Raza, this is, it's one of your favorite movies of all time now, and I just watched it for the first time, like, a week ago or so. Yeah, but I watched uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Um, that was a really good movie. Yeah, fantastic movie. Yeah. Definitely, I, definitely in the top 15-ish range, top 20. Well, you know, maybe one of these days we'll, we'll get that list. I know, like, you've told me you're top five, but... Uh, wait, we, let me, we can, like, we can go... You can do, like, a full-out debate. Well, we'll, we'll do that. We'll probably do that at some other point. I want to see if I can remember your top five. So one... I remember one is Star Wars Episode Five. Yes. That's number I, one. I don't think that'll ever get top. Yeah, because you thought Endgame was going to get close, but it didn't. Well, I it mean, got it close. It's in your top five. It's actually number two. Is it two? I thought... Well, yeah, it topped it topped Inception. Well, no, I know. I was going to say Inception was two, so it's probably three now. Inception's three. Endgame's yep. two. Okay. Four. It's really all the ones I remember. I don't remember what four and five were. Well, Infinity... Four Inf- is another superhero movie. It's not Infinity War, is it? No, it's not. No, Infinity War is like close. Oh, Dark Knight Rises. No, just or Dark Knight, Dark Knight. I meant. Yeah. yeah, I watched that the other week too. Oh my god, bro. Heath Ledger. I don't think I've ever seen a role more dominated than Heath Ledger as Joker. Honestly. Because, like, Bale as Batman was solid. Like, Tom Hardy as Bane was pretty good. Yeah, but Bane was excellent. Heath Ledger's Joker, though. Oh, my God. 
Because, like, every scene he's in is classic. Yeah, every line is a fucking classic line. I know. Like, he has two lines in his intro. And they're both classic. Like, his intro, he just says, No, I killed the bus driver. And then he says the absolutely classic, I believe whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stranger. Stranger. And, like, just the scores in that movie... And just everything about the Dark Knight is just oh, it's so good. The only thing I wanted more Two Face, but that was the only thing I really had against the Dark Knight. Five is another Nolan film, by the way. Yeah, it's Inception. No. In, wait, no Inception. Where is Inception? Three. Oh yeah, Inception was three. Five is another Nolan film. Yep. It's not. Any of the Batmans, is it? No. I don't remember. Interstellar. Oh yeah, Interstellar. That was way higher because when we did because when we talked about this for the first time, Endgame wasn't out yet. Yeah, that was a dark time. Endgame. That was a really that was a really dark. You know, I kind of like that. That was a simpler time in my life when Endgame wasn't out yet. Why is that? It's because, like, Thanos is, like, you know, he won, and I like Thanos as a villain, and, you know, it's just life was simpler. Like, there was simpler times. It really was. I think, um, because when that, wow, that came out, I think I was still a senior in high school when that came out. Infinity War came out on April 27, 2018. Yeah, I was still in high school. So times were definitely simpler. Huh. Me too, that's crazy. <laughs> um, so, like, before we, you know, stop talking about... Who, what are your top three villains of all time? Because I want to get to that. Because I have mine. I know what mine are. And I'm confident I'd, in them. I'd say in no particular order, be Joker, Thanos, and Darth Vader. Darth Vader? Yeah. Ooh. Dude, come on. Darth Vader's like the most infamous villain. Oh, I know. Because <sighs> mine was Thanos 1, Heath Ledger's Joker 2, and then Tom Hardy's Bane was 3. Oof. Bane would be up there for sure. Okay, yeah, because Tom Hardy really did kill Bane. For sure. Uh, are you forgetting uh, James Franco's Venom from Spider-Man 3? Can we stop? <laughs> Can we not talk about the end of the Tobey Maguire trilogy? Because, yikes. I mean... Is... Okay, let me ask you. Is is Tom Holland the best Spider-Man now? After, no. He's not? Garfield's still number one? I know you like Garfield a lot. I, I put... I would put Tom third. I put Garfield You think he's the last... You think he's the worst Spider-Man? I don't think he's the worst. He's just the one I enjoy the least. What? I can explain. I can explain. I thought I thought Garfield was one for you. No, Garfield's not. Garfield's not one for anybody. That's true. He's really not. I've never he's met anyone. I've never met anyone that's like, yeah, Andrew Garfield's the best Spider-Man. I've n- never in my life. But, okay, I can explain. Part of me thinks it's just nostalgia. 
Like, yeah, it is. I mean, I, yeah. We grew like, up on the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Yeah. And uh, Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man 1 was, I believe, the first Spider-Man I ever saw in the movie theater, I want to say. Because it came out in 2012. So I want to say it's the first one I saw in the movie theater. Um, that was a good year for so, superhero movies. That was a great year for superhero movies. Yeah, it had the Avengers, oh. the first Avengers that year, too. And the Dark Knight Rise. Dark yeah. Um, I'd like to think that it's a little bit of nostalgia, but here's the thing. People always say Toby was a good Peter Parker, but not a good Spider-Man. Andrew was a good Spider-Man, but a bad Peter Parker, and that Tom Holland is a good both. I can level with but that doesn't mean Tom is perfect at both. I have a lot of problems with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. What's, what's your problem? Because I think he's the best one. So okay. what, what is your problems with Tom Holland's Spider-Man? That he's English? Okay. No. What? No. Okay, listen. You know, or maybe you don't. I mean, most people that know me know that Spider-Man is literally my favorite yeah. fictional character of all time. I didn't so know that. I know a lot about Spider-Man. I grew up reading the comics. Uh, fucking playing with the toys, playing the PS2 video games. I remember those. Yeah. All those were um, ass. They, they were terrible. <laughs> they were so bad. Um, and so, I know quite a lot about Spider-Man. So, to me, Spider-Man has always been like this self-made dude, you know, struggling in the real world by himself, yada, 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 doing all these things. And you see that struggle a lot in the first two spider-man portrayals but then tom holland comes along and he's struggling by himself just for a little bit but then tony stark comes and just pretty much hands him virtually everything why does that that hinders tom holland's spider-man for you that's what happens in the comics no no it's not tom holland's spider-man it's Tom Holland's portrayal of Spider. The portrayal. No, no, but it's not his fault. It's what the. It's it's it's. It's how he was written. Did. I really like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I think he's he's great as Peter, and I think he's great as Spider-Man. I love like seeing him like in combat stuff like that. Like there's one scene in particular that I can't mention in front of you. Because um, it's in Homecoming or Far From Home. In Far From Home, yeah, it's like towards the middle slash end. Um of the film at the scene involving him and Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio that's just fucking incredible like really 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 great one of the best scenes uh, in the MCU I gotta right? watch it so for sure um, um and but and, and like I'm like wow Tom's really good there but the thing is every single well okay there's some things I can't say because they're far from spoilers but like think about Homecoming like Tony Stark saves his ass in that movie not once but twice and then Granted, it's what Tony Stark does that eventually makes Spider-Man, like, his own dude, and that's how he defeats the Vulture in the end, and that's really cool. But, like, his suit is given to him and eventually taken away by Tony Stark. Like, every, like, the villain is only a villain because he's been wronged by Tony Stark. Everything somehow always has to tie back to Iron Man and not Spider-Man. But that's not Tom Holland's fault. It's, it's not. It's not. And like I said, I like Tom Holland's portrayal of Spider-Man, but it's those reasons that turn me off when it comes to his portrayal of Spider-Man. It's not his fault. It's what's given to him. I understand But, like, to be honest with me, right, you're normal, like, I know you love Spider-Man. You love his, you know, his backstory and the way he's written. But, like, be honest. If you were a normal, like, you know... I watch MCU movies, but I'm not crazy about MCU movies. Like a normal person, would you really want to watch a third 
backstory where he has to go through losing Ben. He has to get bit. No, all I'm, that I'm stuff again. I'm perfectly fine with just having that stuff glossed over a couple of seconds, a couple of sentences, because like I don't really need to see that. You know, like I like it when it's like a kind of an alternate version of the story, like the scene into the Spider Verse, um, with a completely different Spider Man, but. That's like, I'm not saying that's why I don't like it. You know, I'm perfectly fine with all, all that stuff just, you know, being implied because we all know Spider Man's story. I just wish some things could be taken in a different route. Now, again, saying Tom falls third out of three doesn't mean that I hate him or I think he's the worst quote unquote. I, I just kind of enjoy him the least, if you will. So you. I don't know. I think if and, I went... And, and, and again, that could be nostalgia playing a huge factor because I, like, when the first time I saw The Amazing Spider-Man 1, I absolutely loved it. And to this day, The Amazing Spider-Man 1, I would watch over Homecoming. Over Homecoming? Not Far From Home, though? Definitely not Far From Home. I think Far From Home is the third best Spider-Man film. Behind what? I'd probably put Into the Spider-Verse 1. Right, into the Spider-Verse 1? I'd go Into the Spider-Verse 1A, Spider-Man 2, 1B, and then Far From Home 3. You know, like. into I mean, into the Spider Verse was really good. I really did enjoy it. Um, I don't know, man. I just I like Tom Holland. Um, I was so talk, I. I was talking to um, Ian, who yeah, the Ian I do IWH with, and he actually edits the show too. So hi, Ian. I'm sure I'm pretty sure you mentioned the Blues and Gloria earlier, so he probably got mad, but. <laughs> Um, we were talking about this, and he said after Far From Home, he'd be willing to call Tom Holland the best Spider-Man if it was good. Obviously, I think everyone thinks it's good. I don't know if he's seen it yet. Um, but yeah, I because like for him it was like, well, he only has one solo movie, so I don't think I could call him the best yet. That was his like thinking behind it. That's fair. Even though he's been like, he was so sick in Civil War. And like, yeah, he has a bunch. He's featured in a bunch of MCU movies. Like, pretty much. Well, he's featured in two Avengers movies: Civil War. Is that it? Infinity Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Yeah, those are his features. Yeah, so and, I mean, and I love him in those. I do. I love. Yeah. You, I, I don't hate any Spider-Man portrayal. Like, I love all of. What if I played Spider-Man? <laughs> Would you hate that portrayal, Roz? Anyway. Ah ha ha. Dude, I was just about to say you would just go up to like whatever villain it is, be like, ah ha ha, <laughs> and just shoot webs at him. You would change your web shooters so that when they when you fire webs, it wouldn't go like they would go ah ha ha. <laughs> that would be funny though. <laughs> Someone should definitely make that. Yeah, someone it. someone should definitely edit that. Yeah, for like sure. Like the person, like the person that replaced every Minecraft sound with like some sort of meme. <laughs> have you seen that video? That's I have not. That's, That's that is an incredible video. So speaking, every sound in Minecraft gets fucking replaced with a meme. So speaking of memes, I was actually going to use Spider-Man as a transition because he's got a bunch of memes. But since you brought up minecraft memes the last thing we wanted to hit home on or talk about was just like the evolution of memes and like memes now because like when we were growing up we grew up at basically the same time like the iphony 
was just like so big growing up. Like we all wanted yeah. to be, we all wanted to be featured on iPhony when we were dude, like young. iPhony and like dude, remember Nine Gag? Yeah, nine, I do. I do remember gag Nine Gag, which still exists by the way. And it's really I'm sure it does. Yeah. Well, okay, but think about it like this, like because those meme that style of memes, like like the bad luck Brian, um, what else? Was it good guy? Good guy Greg. Who was the sc- scumbag Steve, right? Was the guy with, like, the backwards hat and the jacket? Yeah. 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 Kind of looks like Ian these days. <laughs> oh, Ian definitely got mad at that. Um, what, are, what are some good iFunny? Like, the, ra- the Rage comics. The Rage comics were, like, like the Me Gusta or um, oh my the Troll <laughs> Face. The fucking, oh my god uh, the, ter- the thinking tyrannosaurus rex oh yeah that one that one the baby god. who's like fist pumping yes I re- yeah on the beach oh my god bro that's so nostalgic I re- like these memes it's weird to think about these memes like because we'd look at them now and just be like we, we kind of use them ironically now because like they're yeah. not they're not actually funny but like we were genuinely laughing at those memes like not even ten years ago. Yeah, like, it's more like what? seven, eight. Yeah. Oh my god! Because like you look at those memes and it's like, wow, that's really fucking stupid. Let me save this and use it ironically. Because yeah, we, we like do the, that all the time. I feel like the transition probably began in like the Vine era. Like yeah, Vine. School, oh know? my god, as Vine changed like things. Vine, Instagram, Twitter. As soon as those things came on the come up. Yeah, the entire the entire game of that's, memes like changed. That is a hundred percent right. Like because because then we got like videos. Because then we got creative memes. Yeah. Because like before Vine, it was like it was just it was just all like pictures or like a funny video. But like a yeah. funny video is not necessarily a meme. It's just a funny video. Like you said, you said that the memes we grew up on were like the memes we just mentioned. Like if you think of like think about the kids that are entering high school right now, the memes they grew up on are like the memes they saw in like Vine compilations yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, like, that's exactly like, right. Those, those notorious vines that are on YouTube now because and stuff like that. Because yeah, those are their memes. Okay, listen. Because Vine, it gave like it gave a creative platform because like you have like you had to come up with the idea, and you would have to like. It started trends. It really started trends. Vine really, like... Because people still quote Vines today. Yeah, all the time. So, it's just weird. Because cause we grew up on Vine, and the generation under us, basically TikTok is Vine for them. Oh, that's a, that's a great point. Very yeah, sad, but great. It is sad. Well, because TikTok is kind of like Vine a little bit. Like, I know, obviously, there's the, the terrible ones. But, like... You can't tell me a good, ironic TikTok isn't funny. Yeah, some of them are fucking hilarious. Like, some of those are hilarious. Like the ones you see on Twitter and stuff like that? Yes, those are funny. And that's what, kid, that's what kids today are growing up on. They're growing up on TikTok. When we grew up on Rage Comics, Bad Luck Brian. Bad Luck Brian was my favorite, I think. I really like Bad Luck Brian. I, I think I related to Bad Luck Brian as a, as a 12-year-old. And then once we hit middle school, it was Vine. And it was all Vine. Now it's just like... I feel like now, 
we get our memes from like popular movies a lot because like especially the like marvel movies and avengers yeah, movies because like there's so many thanos memes and they're all fucking great yeah or like last year like one of the biggest memes like the i don't feel so good yeah i don't feel so good was a huge meme endgame we didn't get like extreme amount of memes because it was more serious Bro, tell it to the pictures you stay sending me fucking okay. Thanos. It's literally, bro. Okay, no, there's only two Endgame memes, and it's the it's the it's the one with Thanos just sitting there. And just bro, that's kind of cringe. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite memes. That's fucking hilarious. Um, and then the what will you do? Wait, that's a good meme as well. No, there's a lot of Endgame memes. Dude, one of my favorite memes that I saw that involved Endgame, like, okay, do you know when they can go back to New York? And yeah. the Hulk goes up to the ancient one asking for the uh, where Stephen oh. Strange is. Yeah, Banner, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Professor Hulk. Is Professor the Hulk, the worst um, character I've ever seen in an MCU movie. Oh, d- did you see the re-release? No, I haven't seen the re-release. All right, wait till you see the the fucking. Wait till they officially release the deleted scene that they showed after the credits. Oh boy, Professor Hulk. That was. I paid seven whole dollars for. Oh, I have no complaints, but like, you know. I could have um, lived without it. The ancient one is like, oh, you're about five years too early because mm-hmm. Stephen Strange hasn't shown up yet, and someone posted a picture of her saying, "You're about five years too early," and it says, "When you liked Jesus in 2013." <laughs> that's actually that that's kind of facts. I still don't appreciate Jesus. Oh, to- okay. By the way, this is a, this is a good point. We need to have like an entire fucking show dedicated. to we could because like, we're both massive Kanye yeah, stands. Like, yeah, so like Kanye. Kanye is one of the things we've bonded over. Initially, yeah, that's fucking fact. Because Kanye, but, uh, we could do a whole segment about Kanye. We might have to at some point. That's intel right there. That's public. Intel. Yeah. Well, we do this as we go. There, you know. Yeah. This is all. You know. It's not like we have something to go off of every week. Like if I'm walking. Well, first of all, there's no we on I'm Walking Here because you've only been on four of 47 episodes, Roz. Hey, that's like a twelfth of the episode. <laughs> I'm practically a mainstay. I don't know about a mainstay. You'll probably be having more appearances as soon as, uh, as soon as... I don't know when your next appearance on I'm Walking Here will be. But I think in terms of memes in general today, I feel like we're way more creative because back then, when we were growing up with iFunny and stuff, it seems like all the memes were like, there was not really original memes, it was the same templates, but with like original ideas on the templates. Yeah. Now, I feel like we just meme everything. Yeah, like, anything could be a yeah. meme. Yeah, did you know I wrote my college essay about memes? Did you One really? One of my college essays about memes. Like, what specific, like the evolution, or just like a meme in general? Like, what a meme is? Yeah, it was like talking about what memes are and like <laughs> how what memes are to me. I swear to God. Is it did you really? Yeah. Did you get into that, or was that an entrance essay, or what was that? It was in the application. Did you get into that school, Roz? What were we talking about? Again? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind that. All right. <laughs> Um, uh, that's gonna be my fucking. That's thing. another. I mean, when, I, when I transfer school, I'll just be like, ah ha ha. Ah ha ha. Let me in, please. 
No, that's another meme I, I, I've used a lot lately. The, like, the what if memes. <laughs> Those yeah, memes so, are it'd great. Be, it'd, be, it'd be so stupid if I actually wrote my college essay about me. Unless. <laughs> Unless, like, that would be funny. Like, because that meme, that, that joke is, like, could be used in so many different ways. Because, like, it's like, you know, I, I could have done that with you asking the show. It's like, Raza, what if we did a podcast together? Nah, nah, that'd be crazy. Unless? Like, what, if? <laughs> what if we did do one? Oh, we're about 50 minutes into one right now? Ah, uh, that's nuts. We made it. We did make it. I don't know, man. Unless you got more stuff to say about memes, I think we could uh, we could kind of end it here. I mean, I guess the last thing I can say about memes is that my existence is one. Your existence kind of is a meme. Yeah, literally on Twitter, I'm Cause a like, meme. Yeah, because you're known for getting stuff wrong. Cause like, like, I feel like this is about this is going to be the most stupid sentence I've ever said. But... It's like the Raza curse is public knowledge. It kind of is. Like, people know about it. I get what you mean. know about it. Yeah, because, like, most of the times, like, I could say, like, oh, I'm doing stuff with Raza, and he's like, oh, the guy that's always wrong. Because, like, you're literally known for being wrong. Which actually is a talent, because there's a lot of people in, in big media that are known for that, too, so... Yeah, maybe that's a fucking sign that I'll just, you know, be on the news someday. Yeah, well, I don't know about the news. You can't really get the news wrong. It's not opinionated. It's news. Well, maybe I'll be on a fucking, I don't know, a, a show where I talk about my takes or something like that. <laughs> um, I mean, okay, let's be honest. When I'm on I'm Walking here, I've gotten shit wrong consistently. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's sports, though. I get shit wrong all the time when I'm walking here. You could probably make a three-hour compilation of stuff I've gotten wrong exclusively. I, I think the Rise of Curse is more like instantaneously getting That's wrong. true. Cause like, like, like you, this thing cannot be fucked up until I say it would not get fucked up, and then it immediately gets fucked up. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. Because, like, two was about to take this bitch down the field, or... Well, that's kind of... I think it's 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 kind of like a radius. Because, like, you said, like, one... The the one day until we beat Clemson, and then the, you know, yeah. however... Because that wasn't instant. That was, you know, took time, because the game didn't start yet. I don't know. You're just, like... It's incredible. And everyone, sometimes I get questioned, like, oh, why do you bring Raza on? I'm walking here. He's always wrong. It's not about being right or wrong. It's about conveying in an entertaining way, which Raza does brilliantly. That's why I did this show with him. Because he's good. You're gonna make me cry. (laughs) Let's not cry. There's no crying. There's no crying in podcasts. Thank you, Thomas Hanks. No, that was Abraham Lincoln. Actually, no. I was actually, oh, you know, you know, the girl that was crying when Abraham Lincoln said, "There's no crying in baseball." You know who that girl grew up to be? <laughs> Billie Eilish. <laughs> Billie Eilish. Okay, so I think my favorite Abraham Lincoln quote is, "Never believe anything you read on the internet." That's a good one. That was smart. He's a smart dude. My favorite Abraham Lincoln have to be this is kind of tough there's a lot of good to choose from 
I would have to say it's when who was Abraham Lincoln's wife again? Mary? Is that her name? Abraham, Abraham Lincoln's wife once asked Abraham Lincoln, what will you do? And Abraham Lincoln said, wait. Okay. <laughs> We're done. We're done here. So that that was that was the first episode of the the professional podcast. Um, Very professional indeed. It was. That is kind of the point. It is ironic, as we did mention. Memes, ironic memes are our favorite. Please tweet us any ironic memes. To be honest, even if they suck, like just any any ironic memes. So if you want to tweet ironic memes to to, to what are you doing, Ross? If you want to tweet. Any ironic memes to at its beer is I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z or at Razayu underscore R-A-Z-A-U underscore. By the way, everyone that calls me Briz, yeah, I'll accept it, but it's Briz. Like, let's grow really? up. It is. It is Briz, actually. And that, I've always found that kind of weird because, like, most of the people I work with, like you and Ian specifically, because, like, Ian just goes by his name which is fine. You go by your first name, which is fine. But I have like a completely different alias. Even though I put my I put my name on these shows, so I don't have to go by it like what I do, but I just like it. It's been my nickname forever. So I just I just go by that. But yeah, that's uh that's going to be the the first episode of the professional podcast. We we personally we personally hope you enjoyed Yes, this, and don't this. forget to follow the pod account. Yes, do that as well. Add Pro Pod Show, which is really fun to say fast. Pro Pod Show, Pro Pod Show, Pro Pod Show. Pro. Oh, that is kind of fun. Yeah, it's fun to I say. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I like. I fuck with that. That's why I fuck with you. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Bye, lads. We'll see you. We'll see you next Wednesday. Yes, sir. <laughs>